It's all canon now? All of it. The holiday special? No, not that. The Lego stories? Nope. I have a great idea. Stay tuned. Good day and welcome to Writers Get Animated, a podcast about storytelling, animation, and I've made this joke before, but more often than not, Star Wars. I'm Mackenzie Worrell. And I'm Chris Leva. And today we are talking in a very special annual, predictably special edition of our very special Christmas special, Christmas special, about the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Available on Disney+. Plus. Yes, on Disney+. Plus. And uh, if, like me, you have not watched any other Lego Star Wars, good news, you don't, there's no prerequisites for understanding this one, except, like, watching other Star Wars. But no Lego Star Wars is required to understand this. <laughs> you don't have to be uh, a connoisseur of Lego Star Wars canon. So if you don't have a, a jack in your house, uh, maybe <laughs> you could just... <laughs> Dive right in. I will say this, though, about Lego stuff. I will just real quick. Lego is its own genre of shows, like the Lego mark on Lego Jurassic World, Lego Star Wars, Lego City. Like they all have very similar feels to them and very similar jokes to them. So it feels like. If you're getting a Lego show, we could probably even do something that's like, here's what makes a Lego show a Lego show. Like yeah. they're they're that that closely minded to it. It's like very similar in style. I agree with that. I think that's kind of what the Lego movies were going for back when they were doing those too. There's this market it can be in the lego world itself and not reference any other things but that's no fun because it's lego we reference everything mm -hmm. and I, I the vibes that i got from this holiday special with the emperor in particular were like big if you remember the unaired show star wars detours which disney plus should take out of the vault and put on disney plus so that people can see it yes they should it, it felt like the emperor was just the Star Wars detours trailer concept of the Emperor, but it was but also it was also a riff on very close to the robot chicken version of Palpatine. Yes, which is what the detours Palpatine is based on. So it's like they kept <laughs> canon from robot chicken Palpatine and like carried that forward. So yeah. There's like a canon of how to make fun of Palpatine. <laughs> right. There's like, this is the Palpatine silly version of Palpatine that you're expecting. Like the Seth MacFarlane voiced Palpatine with that attitude, like really selfish, like really CEO based, but really quick talking because it's antithetical to everything we know about Palpatine. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> They're referencing everything in this. It is a little bit of everything. You even get 
a little moment of the child being cute. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was actually writing down, because I was thinking a lot about, of course, the first holiday special, which I think you made me watch for <laughs> one of our earliest episodes of this. Yes. And the first 1978 Star Wars holiday special is notoriously hard to find. Um, <laughs> you can't actually find it anywhere um, legally. Questionable? I don't know how that works if you don't put out an official copy of it. Uh, if you look hard enough, I won't tell you where to find it, but there are places. Um, but I was thinking a lot about what that had and what this Lego Star Wars holiday special is doing and... Is it the same? Because we talk about reboots and adaptations a lot, like we did last episode. Like, what are what are the trappings? Does it have the tree trimmings of the original holiday special, if you will? Very nice. Both holiday specials have everything. <laughs> Life Day, Chewbacca's family, the first animated appearance of a certain Mandalorian, songs, lots of crystals. A series of vignettes about our heroes that aren't actually based on the main plot of the special. And they both first aired on A, November 17th. <laughs> so in some ways, they're kind of indecipherable from each other, if you just look at those trappings. But obviously, there's lots of differences, and one of them is entirely Lego. For the mix of live action and 80s low-budget animation with B. Arthur hosting (laughs) (laughs) i will say this one of the big differences between the two having done in 1977 you know the first film coming out sorry the fourth story the first film coming out (laughs) uh, and then having this holiday special the year after everybody knew star wars was basically one thing existed as Star Wars. This is Star Wars, and it's, it's this one thing, and that's all it is. And all they could do, they didn't have anything extra to riff on, so they just created stuff and threw it together. Like, let's, I guess this is sort of Star Wars. Like, it's aliens and weird and Let's get these sketch people from TV and we'll throw them in here too. And that'll work, right? And you're like, wait, this, what? Like they hadn't quite defined what Star Wars meant in a grander, bigger um, world. <laughs> like in a. That's fair. This one does have the added benefit of having the grander, bigger world and more. Um, diverse forms of storytelling across medium and building off robot chicken <laughs> and space balls um, and just the Lego vein of things. But I think also they, they went about this through a very smart way of even ignoring all the benefits that this one has coming into the star Wars. And I describe it. It's not really universe at this point. Um, stable of stories the stable of star wars stories Mm -hmm. you're still gonna have the people who would if they did this live action with the actors from rise of skywalker you'd still have people (laughs) complaining about it because they think star wars can only be one thing still to this day you would still have people saying that and i think they made a really smart move and they're like 
not just it's animated, it's also Lego. Mm. And I think the last few times we've talked about Star Wars, I've mentioned that I follow the Star Wars Explained YouTube channel because he always has really smart things to say (laughs) and catches all the Easter eggs that I think that I do a good job with, but he catches more of. Um, But he has a video which was kind of clickbaity at first and I laughed because I knew that he wasn't going to say this thing. But after this special premiered, he had a video come out like, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Is it canon? Like, this movie, this video is not going to be about this. And he spends the first few minutes talking about, it doesn't matter if it's canon or not. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that's how I feel too about this thing. It doesn't need to be. I don't need to focus on that. It can just be silly and special and like this unique holiday thing that we do because we can make fun of it and take light of it. And that's all right. Hmm. Wouldn't it be interesting and nice if we just met each Star Wars thing with that same open understanding on, oh, this this will be whatever it is, and we don't have to judge it by anything else. And if you see connections to other things, those are just extra little happy things for you. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Star Wars is a world. It's not a genre. Mm. Is the Skywalker saga genre? Yeah, I do think that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but other Star Wars things don't have to be in that genre. Hmm. I like that. I like that. I mean, they've worked hard to make it what it is today and give us those diverse, broad perspectives. And I, I like that this special, while not being rooted in the Lego Star Wars universe, um, but also not being, <laughs> for lack of a better word, rooted in the, um, quote, real Star Wars universe. Like, it it can borrow stylistically and elementally from both. Mm. I like that it kind of takes place in the future past Rise of Skywalker, and it broad strokes shows Ray training Finn, something that they kind of glazed over and neglected to develop in a satisfying way at the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. I, I was like, Oh, this would be so much better if this were episode nine, like (laughs) in, in my own, in my own way of like, Oh, there's this interesting character development that, that seems super fun for something that you promised from episode seven. I I know we have different opinions on the, the last three Star Wars movies, um, but I certainly wanted to see more of Finn doing Jedi stuff. And I th- it's so satisfying to see Rey trying to teach him too. It's like the, the it's almost like Toy Story 4 and stick with me on this one. I'm, I'm going to go with you on this one. Sure. I'm listening. I'm all the way. I'm leaning in for it. So people made it all the way through Toy Story 3. It's like, great. We don't need any more toys story. We're done. That's it. And then Toy Story 4 is really just such a nice. I think everyone went in going like, I don't need a Toy Story 4. What are they going to do? And it's ultimately such a nice button for Woody's arc. And it is complete flip of where he was in Toy Story 1 and an homage to Toy Story 1. It's like its own little epilogue that became so big it was a movie. Mm. That really more satisfyingly ends 
that character arc. And that's kind of how I feel about just, again, it doesn't have to be canon. I don't care if it's canon. Uh, but at the broad strokes idea of Ray trying to train not just Finn, but anyone as a master, that's such a nice flip for who she was at the beginning of the sequel trilogy that I really like it. And it kind of is a nice flip for the entire Skywalker saga of like, what if we take a master and apprentice, but they succeed this time <laughs> instead of the tragic story of master and apprentice that is in all of these movies in the Skywalker saga. Hmm. Why is this saga actually over? Because the masters and apprentices can actually work together, and do something right. Finally. How about that? I like that. Right? I like that a lot. So the people making this had a love for all Star Wars, even if they felt like they could make fun of things that they had some issues with, uh, both in a fun way and a bad way. Um, They could tell interesting story that wasn't just self-contained, but could mean a lot for the characters in your own headcanon, if you indeed see this as the next step that they go in. certainly took me on a journey character-wise for Ray and Finn that I, it's not necessarily a story that I wanted. Like, yeah, I was expecting them to totally train, you know, do, to do that exact thing. But when I saw it, it didn't feel out of place. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, that's perfect. That, that makes sense. Great. Where's that Disney Plus series? You know, give me... <laughs> Give me that nine-episode arc of something, you know. If John Boyega ever graces Star Wars with his presence again, you'd all be the first one to be so thankful and in line because I have loved him as an actor since before Star Wars. And I think that he, not Lucasfilm or Star Wars itself as a franchise, treated him poorly, but I think so many Star Wars, air quotes, fans treated him poorly. Like, mm. Mm. I would love to see him come back and do that series. Love mm. it. Even if it's not live action. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we're a podcast about animation. I don't care if it's live action or not. <laughs> it, it just seems... I'm just amazed how well your Toy Story 4 analogy fits it. Now I'm just like obsessed with that because yeah, Toy Story 3 closes the Andy story, but it's not really Andy's story. It's Woody's story. story. It's Woody's story. It ended the plot, not the character arc. Yeah. And that's having seen the Lego Star Wars holiday special. That's kind of how I feel as well. Like, oh yeah, there is this open character arc that, for both these characters, I wasn't really resolved. And this adds that button that is much more satisfying. Makes it much more satisfying, I should say. Because mm. I like Rise of Skywalker. I say oh. shamefully. Don't say it shamefully. Say it proudly. Say everything I say proudly. proudly. I like Rise of Skywalker. They I, force- I, like, I like the sequel trilogy. Like, I do. <laughs> I do. Are there things that I'm hoping that the Mandalorian adds so that way Rise of Skywalker feels like the inevitable end that it should have? Yes, I'm hoping they go there. Please, 
Baby Yoda is actually created to have blood for Palpatine's clones? Thank you. Yes, fix that. Please, just do something with that. Let's get there. <laughs> but <laughs> did I enjoy it? Yes, I had a really good Star, Star Wars-y time. But we're not here to talk about that. We're <laughs> 15 minutes in and we're talking about Rise of Skywalker. And <laughs> but I think... The, the nice thing about this holiday special, too, is just how fun it is. It's saying, hey, remember when Star Wars was just fun? Yeah. Remember when Star Wars is fun and has some jokey stuff, but also has a lot of heart? Remember that? Yeah, and this still has the heart in its jokes. Mm. Like, I love the trying to keep track of the, the two Vaders at one point and one going, my son, I mean, the my, these sons are hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's that, that special like father heart there. Like, ah, oh, you've captured the spirit of it in that moment and that Vader from that time. And you've made a joke out of it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I think that most of the humor was either character generated, which is really great, or it's generated from just one of those. Yeah, we we were doing that too. Um, just they did the hello there from Obi Wan twice, and both <laughs> times was was great. Like at least they didn't see us. Like hello there. Like oh, they did that, and then like. Let's have three different Obi-Wan characters from three different time periods say, hello there, just randomly. Like, let's let's have that pay off a few times. I just the I watched it with Jack, and it really is um, a holiday special for that pays off if you've watched Star Wars. If you yeah. if you have no idea about anything. Like, I think Jack knows who all the characters are, but he has no experience that would make it rich. He's like, he understood what they were going for, that you're seeing master and apprentice and you're seeing these different relationships. Um, but I did laugh out loud when he's like, oh, there's baby Yoda and his master. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, look, we're getting that too. We're seeing where who Yoda's master was. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not going to explain that to you. And we're not going to watch those episodes. <laughs> You're eight. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to, that, that show's not for you. Yeah. Too young for that trauma still. Uh, but it, it pays off for those people who are really watching it pays off the sequel people. It pays off the prequel folks. The original trilogy people get their fun things. It's it's a celebration of... Ooh. I know, right? It's a Star Wars celebration in a year when we couldn't really have a, you know, in-person celebration of Star Wars. You know what this feels like to me? Hmm. This feels like a really fun holiday office party. Hmm. It's not for new people to come in and enjoy what's happening. But yeah, it's it's a celebration of what's happened. 
and just having a good time. And it's just this little extra nice thing. It's not meant to get new people into this. It's not meant to continue a story necessarily. It's just fun. Let's look at what's happened. Let's look at where we've been. Yeah. Remember when like, this happened? <laughs> if, if shows do like a, a play within a play episode where they do like a musical about what's happened to the show, like Avatar, mm. when they go to the Fire Island players and they do like a recap of the entire series so far. It's kind of what the Star Wars Lego holiday special is. <laughs> I have a lot of anal- analogies going right now. You just have to live with it. It's an office party. It's Toy Story 4. <laughs> it's the Fire Island players. It's, it's all these things. I think that's fair. It's a, it's a um, spiritual reboot to the first Star Wars holiday special. Like, it's, yeah. it's and everything. It is going to knock all that out of search engine results forever. <laughs> people have seen this one, and they can find it. And they can watch it. Multiple times. My wife was angry that I didn't watch it with her. So I'm like, I will watch it again. It's okay. Yeah. We can celebrate Life Day however many times we need to. Yeah, there's no law saying when Life Day is or how many days in a year Kashyyyk has. For all we know, Life Day happens like every 15 days of Earth Days. (laughs) That's how long a Kashyyyk year is. (laughs) 15 days. (laughs) And we have Life Day every year. It's bi-weekly. It's like our podcast. It's bi-weekly. Life Day happens. Where, whenever you listen to writers get animated, it's Life Day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about, like, what what is a holiday special and what is Star Wars and how do you synthesize those? Mm. Uh, we've kind of gone down the Star Wars rabbit hole quite a bit already. <laughs> But in terms of like, for lack of a better word, non-denominational holiday specials, <laughs> the denomination here being a um, fictional universe to play in, <laughs> uh, what do we expect? What do we get out of this version of it? Well, as far as holiday specials go... I think let's let's list some possibilities of holiday special, right? I think we talked about Santa holiday specials where you have the characters who save Santa. You have the characters who become Santa. And then, I yeah, I think those are the only two Santa-based ones. So we're not, we're not dealing with that. We're not dealing with somebody becoming Santa or somebody saving Santa. So we're dealing with um, the celebration of the holiday. Mm. So in that vein, in in your Christmas or your Hanukkah-based, which are fewer, um, (laughs) you have what is the true meaning of this particular holiday. Mm -hmm. And so generally you can have one character who needs to learn what the meaning of that holiday is. They're acting either um, deliberately against the holiday 
and have a change of heart, or they are because of obligations uh, forgetting what the real meaning is of that holiday. And they have to be reminded in some way, either by becoming Santa or being reminded of something. Um, so if you take the, I don't want to say the, is it, is it the first? Yeah, the, the first holiday special of A Christmas Carol. You know, like if we look at A Christmas Carol as being the first holiday special <laughs> ever. I think that's fair. You know, it, sure, it was in written form, but if that's the first holiday special, you have somebody who actively is against the holiday and who doesn't understand the true meaning of Christmas. So they have to go on a time travel based adventure to be reminded of what's really important about the holiday and understand that it's human connections and then they are changed and become and live out the better expression of that holiday and its meaning. And this is almost the, the same idea, but reversed of like the characters need to, or the character of Ray needs to remember the meaning of what she's doing. And we see that through the lens of life day as like shorthand for everyone knows what life day is about. Right. We don't because we're not in the Star Wars universe, but everyone there does. And she's missing the point because she hasn't had that. That's what she's missing and she needs right now. It's also nice that it takes the idea of friendship and leadership and mentorship. And it's like, it's not about you being the perfect teacher. It's about you being in a relationship with that person and noticing what that person needs like that's what makes you the better quote master is understanding the humanity of the other person and what they need and helping them become more of themselves which i to a certain degree is kind of the story of star wars mm. <laughs> I want to hear more about this. Well, I mean, I think it's, um, I mean, we've, we've talked a little bit back when I was going to go to Star Wars Celebration 2020, back before we couldn't do that. <laughs> I was uh, working on my first cosplay ever. I was going to go as Agent Callus from Rebels. Um, and I got to really hard, I, I kind of had to like sit down and talk to myself, like, why do I want to go as Callus? Like, the bad guy. And I was going to do the Imperial Callus. And I realized that's not why I like Callus. I like Callus because he has a change of heart. Mm. And that's kind of the point of a lot of Star Wars bad guys who get redeemed that we like because it's never too late to change your mind and be a good person. And that's, I think, one of the points of Star Wars. It's never too late to change. They do that again and again and again. But it's also about the people around you and your chosen family, which I think is another great move for this Life Day special. Because Ray has already literally chosen a new family at the end of Rise of Skywalker, which changes <laughs> her last name or claims a last name. And here she is with her chosen family on the Millennium Falcon trying to celebrate a family holiday, which I think is interesting. Um, and I didn't notice this, but I had to look it up through the, the joy of Wikipedia. Um, the music that they use in the holiday special as like the Life Day music is 
like an expanded version of the the light motif for friendship from Rise of Skywalker that John Williams scored. Mm. So it's kind of like expanding on that and kind of making it's like all of the Skywalker sagas leading up to Life Day. <laughs> hmm. Cause it's about friendship and chosen family and it's not about what you're born into, both in terms of familial and duty ways, but what you choose to do with that. Hmm. And here we see Ray kind of, I think, regressing a bit in the holiday special and trying to understand her duty of being a master and missing the point of Star Wars. Hmm. Hmm. Sometimes they make good points. You do. I'm just... I'm just trying to go through and look at, you know, the prequels and how it's literally what's in his blood. It's literally the blood of Anakin Skywalker that makes him remarkable. Mm -hmm. And that continues all the way through. And even into the force awakens of it's because this person is my grandfather and that's what makes me go a certain way. And it's that family. But then there's that choose. Mm. Yeah. Cause star Wars is about the choosing and they just in the Skywalker saga happen to be family members. And that's a lot of the plot for me is about, I mean, in a, much more surface level way than like other destiny stories, but understanding your destiny and either aligning with that or rejecting that in various ways and being your own person. Mm -hmm. Because Luke chooses his chosen family. He chooses the rep, the rebellion. Like that's what he chooses against his father. He says, no, I don't want that. I want these people this ragtag group of folk, they, that's my family. Yeah. I reject you and what you stand for. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Too deep for a fun Lego thing? No, just right, I feel. <laughs> I feel. I mean... I like being the people who get like deep about uh, what could be seen by some as a throwaway 40 minute special. Also, that's the other thing. It's twice as long as a regular holiday special animated holiday special. It's most of those you're looking at 20 some minutes. Um, this one does breeze by. I think, Part of that is already having like the Lego visual effects engine built and not having to do new CGI for this. You just work on the the framework of the Lego shorts that they've already been doing. Hmm. I do I do really like Poe's um, Life Day sweater, though. I hope that there's a that that becomes a reality somewhere. I feel like I've seen those, like they're just at Target or something, or they were in years past. <laughs> and also the marketing 
on all of these. Like, it's just, they had like lightsabers as Christmas tree lights. They had like the Death Star as an ornament. Like, they know exactly <laughs> what they're doing. The text looks like a holiday sweater. Like, like, oh, they know exactly what this is. And it's, they're leaning into the trappings of Christmas and we're saying like, this is going to be the same emotional stuff. It's the story of family. Like you were saying, you expect a lot already going into it in, in a good way. The expectations are set. You're not expecting the grand space opera of star Wars. You're expecting Lego fun and silliness Mm -hmm. in the world of star Wars. I think my favorite poster was the, um, to Luke from dad and like the hand gift. Oh yeah. That was <laughs> like, this is, it's just the right amount of dark or too dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, look at that. That shocked me a little bit in a good way. <laughs> it's, it's just a Lego character's hand, but it's, yeah. it's just, oh. it's just a piece of a toy. That's all. But that, the fact that it says from dad, like that's, <laughs> That's to Luke from Dad. <sighs> I think in in that what you were saying is, so what does it hit as a Christmas special? Or I'm sorry, it's a holiday special because it's Life Day. It does really fit into that genre of character missing the point of the holiday and then having to go in the past and be reminded what the holiday is really about even though some of the past is just, hey, let's just show this in Lego form and have fun with that moment. <laughs> um, I I did like... Uh, Jack's favorite part, though, is the, the clone troopers. Like, Jinx! Double Jinx! Like, he, he's been saying that all day today. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think he even understands that fully, but he just, <laughs> just thinks that was the most hilarious part. Um. So as far as holiday specials, it really hits the, as you were saying, the tree trimmings of that. It knows what kind of holiday special it is. Um, And it does track with, hey, let's go in the past and see what this is about and who I really am. And I think it's good that she didn't go back to her past because yeah. there's nothing really to, like you don't have to learn from who you used to be. It's it's about something else. She she's not a bad person. She doesn't have to learn that. She just needs to be reminded about the relationship. This is what the relationship should be. Which is what she was looking for in the first place, and she was just too laser focused to see that <laughs> that's the point of life day. Right. Um, what the meaning of life day isn't found in a Jedi text. Maybe, just maybe, it means a little bit more. Like, to bring the Grinch in a little bit, you know. It's not found in a Jedi text. (laughs) I want to see the Emperor as a Grinch now. And Vader as a dog. He was, though. He, they essentially turned him into the Grinch where he's falling down that, that shaft. And he's oh, like, yes. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. 
have I been living my life wrong this whole time? Like, it's going to be a new Palpatine. Like, he's, he just has this realization of, I'm going to do better. I'm going to make things better. Ah, uh, that was a funny moment. <laughs> Even though, again, this doesn't have to be based in canon and have anything to do with <laughs> how the plot actually works. It would make sense in the air quotes, real Star Wars. Um, but there was that one... I feel like it was a fourth wall breaking of, yeah, um, yes, you, you die in that never to be heard from again. And they like, look at the camera. It feels like, it's like, yes, gone dead forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all agree. I, I do. I did appreciate in the credits that they talked about the Lucasfilm story group. So I feel like, some of those decisions like may have been, is it okay if we show Finn in this manner, if we show Ray in this manner, hopefully those kinds of conversations happened. It feels, it feels like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that they wanted to like, I think people behind the special, not necessarily the story group, but maybe also them. They wanted to still look like Star Wars. If you didn't have your glasses on, like you'd still tell like yeah that's that's a star wars shaped blob over there (laughs) but it doesn't have to be star wars Mm. Hmm. so as a star wars special as a star wars holiday special how successful is it in terms of encompassing Star Wars and encompassing holiday special? I think we've already answered this through our conversation, but <laughs> what did we, what well, we say? I, I think that it is uh, successful in that it is a holiday special and follows that framework of learning the true meaning of Life Day. And it is a Star Wars special in that it's a little extra bonus thing that is more than what you would have expected or gotten without it. And it seamlessly blends the two together because it's telling this bonus Star Wars story through the lens of a holiday special. Mm. Would you agree? I do agree. <gasps> Gasp. No, oh, no. From the past 35 minutes of us talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this again. I hope this is a, a life day tradition to watch this special. I don't need a second one necessarily, <laughs> you know, but that is the downfall of all holiday specials, starting with the original one itself with Charles Dickens. Because people only know Christmas Carol, but that man wrote like eight more Christmas specials after the success of his first one. <laughs> <laughs> that no one cares about today. Oh, Dickens. That's the true meaning of holiday specials. Making money hand over first, hand over fist on the first one and thinking you can make lightning in a bottle again. And again, and again. Hmm. So you have Santa Claus 14, starring Tim Allen's robot. Is there anything else that's fun from this holiday special that was unexpected or delightful? Uh, Just two delightful little tidbits that have nothing to do with how it told the story. It just, I love that it was more screen time for characters who um 
didn't get as much screen screen time in the last plot outing. Uh, so I love getting more Rose and more Finn and more Porgs. Mm. I don't think anyone has a problem with more Porgs. Um, and I love the is it or isn't it of the time travel crystal and is it or not the world between worlds from Star Wars Rebels? I don't know. They're probably not going to answer that, but it's akin to that. <laughs> I didn't even think of that one, but... Oh, it looks so similar. I'm slight. I'm slightly disappointed to have no Ahsoka in there, but you didn't want to make things complicated. It's kind of like how you can't have Mickey Mouse in the DuckTales reboot. Like, there's other things going <laughs> on. Like, that character's on reserve. <laughs> you can't use Mickey Mouse in DuckTales. I know they're best friends, but, like... He's just a watermelon, and you can have the voice actor. That's fine. <laughs> but not this voice actor. Not the actual voice actor, but the voice actor from these shorts. Yeah. But not but not the one that does the actual TV shows with Mickey Mouse. But like. Yeah. It, that's how I feel. I, I had no problem missing Ahsoka. Okay. All so right. I don't think we'll have to miss her for long. <laughs> At the time of recording this episode. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any other tidbits or favorite things you want to share? As far as favorite things go, I think for me, uh, I loved just the randomness of Yoda dressed like the snowman from... uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Dear, I was like, okay, now you've gone. <laughs> like, now you've gone just one one step further than I thought you were going to go, and that's okay. But my gosh. <laughs> that's when it became 51% Lego and 49% Star Wars. Right. In that, just that one moment. And it was just like, that's surprising and funny and shocking in a way, like, for the button to be, and that's okay. That's almost like a see. It's not real. And like, yeah, roll credits. It's not real. And if you didn't like it, roll Puck's ending monologue from Midsummer Night's Dream. Think this, but a dream. That's exactly. what all experimental canon things need to end with from now on. Just the Puck speech from Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> if you don't like it, that's okay. It's just a story. It's just space wizards. This is one of many universes that could exist at this time in the grand multiverse. That's what Shakespeare gets for messing with the canon of fairies in Titania. (laughs) That'll teach him. (laughs) What about you? Did you have a favorite thing from this holiday special? Uh, I'm just going to with boxed blue milk. And it's Luke continually having a box of blue milk. It's something so specific. This is cute. So, soon to be available at Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> I soon to be. Well, they don't have it in a box. Like, no. I just... My Whole Foods blue milk. <laughs> Sustainably packaged. Oh. <laughs> that, I mean, it did, it did remind me of... Uh, 
one of the characters from Jurassic World, Lego Jurassic World, who always pulls out like a soda. Like he just randomly always has a soda to drink. And it was like, oh, it's it's this Lego gag where the there's a character who always has a drink. I kind of wonder where that comes from because I've seen a lot of that recently. Like Luke here, Louie in a recent DuckTales, the Jurassic World thing. It's, it's just like a new stereotype of like a child that always has a soda <laughs> or drink of some kind. <laughs> I don't understand the stereotype. I don't mind it. <laughs> It's just a weird, specific thing. It is not ours to understand. We're too old now. (laughs) Well, in the spirit of Christmas special, should we look toward the new year and talk homework time? Let's. For your homework, spend time in whatever ways you can, digitally, if you're already quarantining with them, with your families. Say hi, remember the true meaning of the holidays, um, and return to us on the 15th of January as we discuss Pixar's Soul, which will be available on Disney+. Plus. So spend time, watch Disney's Pixar's Soul. <laughs> I, wow, I almost ruined that one. Disney's Pixar's Soul. Pixar's. Pixar's film Soul on your TV on Disney+. And then come back and listen to us talk about that film by Pixar. As always, thank you to our audio engineer, Nigel Cotino, and to Jacob Reed in the Champagne Drops for our theme music. Find us on the web. Let us know what you think about the new Star Wars canon established by the Lego Holiday Special on Twitter at WG Animated or read our show notes and listen to previous episodes on writersgetanimated.podbean.com. And Mackenzie, may the force be with us, everyone. No. (laughs) And also with you. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy life day.